20 Reasons to Be Grateful and Celebrate Life, Even Though You Are Impacted by Cancer. Here in episode number 20 of Cancer and Comedy, where we talk about cancer, gratitude, and laughter. I'm Dr. Brad Miller, and about a year ago, I was in the midst of being diagnosed with cancer. It was not such a good time. In fact, I kind of had the attitude that I had to laugh to keep from crying. In fact, it was right around this time of year that I was going through a really particularly difficult time and trying to decide what to do. I decided to create the Cancer and Comedy podcast in order to share what I felt was my calling in my life with folks like you. So I combined my pastoral experience as a minister, my doctoral degree in transformational leadership, and my love of podcasting and communication to create this podcast where we look to help people like you to heal with hope and humor. So you want to know some of the things that myself and my co-host Deb Creer are thankful about? Then listen on, my friend. Listen on. Cancer got you down? Pretty grim, huh? How about a show that turns the grim into a grin? Way to go. You made it here to the Cancer and Comedy Podcast, the show to lift you up with hope and humor that heals. Now, here's your chief lifter-upper, Dr. Brad Miller. Hey there, lifter-uppers. I'm Deb Creer, the co-host of Cancer and Comedy, where we crush cancer with stories of healing through hope and humor, something we like to call turning the grim into a grin. We are so thankful that you made it here, and we wanted to share 20 things we are thankful for on this special episode of Cancer and Comedy. Here's the host of Cancer and Comedy, Dr. Brad Miller. Hey, 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 Deb. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're talking here today, just in the season of Thanksgiving, about what some of the things we're thankful for, turning the grim of cancer into the grin of celebrating life, uh, turning sorrow into smiles. We do want to remind our good listeners, if you are dealing with depression or sadness, if you're impacted by cancer, especially during this holiday season, we got some things that can be helpful to you. Our free course is Healing Through Hope and Humor for just about 15 minutes a day, five days. This is a course that can help you to cope with hope. You can go to cancerandcomedy.com slash free. This is kind of a bonus episode, an extra, a special episode that we're doing. Uh, we're recording this a, a few days before Thanksgiving. And, and uh, Deb, uh, I just want to ask you, what, what did one turkey say to another just before the big feast? I don't know. Do you believe in life after Thanksgiving? <laughs> cute, cute, cute. Oh, boy. After all, after Thanksgiving, what do you call the ghost of a turkey? You call it a poultry geist. Boo. You and your your jokes, but they're, they're definitely fun, and I love them. Well, we are cancer and comedy, so I'm kind of known around my house as the dad joke guy, and they're almost always bad. So, <laughs> but, today, but today, Deb, on Cancer and Comedy, we are talking about things we are thankful for, we're grateful for. I remember one of the... Uh, one of the, our recent guests here on Cancer Comedy talked about how she copes with cancer by having a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. Basically, she writes down every day, you know, 
several things, half a dozen or more things that she's thankful for, grateful for in her life. And I was thinking about that in terms of cancer and coping with cancer with hope. But, you know, Deb, in some ways, that's almost the opposite of what a lot of people think when they think cancer, you know, think, oh, my doom and gloom and Mm -hmm. what's to be thankful for around cancer. What do you think, Deb? Is Is there anything for her to be thankful for regarding dealing with cancer and can we turn this around? You know, there, there, it does sound weird, but there are so many things to be thankful for. I am so thankful for my friends and my family. They have come together. I've been dealing with this for eight years and they are still just my foundation and the support that I get from them. I could not cope with this without them. And so that's thing, but I'm, I'm also, it is very weird that we're thankful that this happened for one thing. I would not have met you. And so, you know, that, that definitely makes me very thankful because it's, you know, what we have done. And I, and, you know, and I say, we, you are the, the person who is most responsible for this. It is something that I think is so important because we do need to bring hope and yes, humor to those who are on a cancer journey. And I'm just so thankful for that. Well, I echo that. I uh, love the fact that I've met you. One of the things I really thankful for and love about you, Deb, is your laugh. You know, I, when I first met you, I remember hearing you laugh and I thought there, there is a woman who laughs easily and has some fun in life, regardless of circumstances. And, and I even got a kick out of your, your website, trying not to die dot live. And I just thought that was cool in the sense of to put in a twist on a difficult circumstance. Mm -hmm. And we don't know to go all the gory details, but you've had very serious cancer situations to deal with, stage four and so on, and you still deal with it with hope and, and humor. So it's been a blessing to me. It's It's been a challenge, but you're right. I, you know, I do try and go through it with humor. I'm pretty sure that some of the times when I've gone in for surgery and I've been like I normally am, you know, chatty Kathy, I'm pretty sure they knocked me out early just to make me shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they say, all right, enough out of her. Boom. No. Uh, st- I, I, you know, I'll th- be like mid-sentence and boop, I'm gone. <laughs> God. So they've had they've had they've had enough. Well, I think w- one of the things that I think is kind of cool about when you when you start to delve in this world, and when I was we're talking right around Thanksgiving time, and I was going through the midst of my diagnostic situation. I was diagnosed around this time of year, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. The final diagnosis came right around Christmas, oh. and but right around this time, November, I was going through all the uh, all the testing and all the rigmarole that you go through at prostate cancer, and I became much more aware. You become much more aware of all the stuff that kind of goes around this. You become a little more about the science of it. You right. about the emotional thing, about relationship stuff. When a new story comes on about cancer, you become more aware of it. And so, I did just a little bit of research, and I found it. You know, there's some really cool stuff that's happened regarding cancer that I just think we need to be kind of thankful for. And one, just a couple of things that came up medically in the last, just in the last couple of years is the advent of artificial intelligence, for instance, right. to help, to help people diagnose and treat cancers that uh, certainly was not there to the degree it is right now. And so that's something that's a good thing. And there people, uh, scientists and uh, medical professionals and doctors are, being able to leverage AI algorithms, and so they get, it helps them to do their 
diagnoses and so on uh, earlier, and particularly with, you know, uh, some of the areas that it's really enhanced is prostate and breast cancer, mm-hmm. which is the areas that we, you and I right. uh, deal with, and colon cancer, which is I have a family member dealing with with, mm-hmm. with that. So that's some of the things that are going on. There's other things regarding biopsies and vaccines mm-hmm. and uh, uh, treatments that are happening mm-hmm. that I think are cool. And we just need to acknowledge that, that that's something to be thankful for, that we've got scientists and medical people who are working on this kind of thing all the time. Right. I think I think back to COVID, how you had brilliant scientists working on COVID mm-hmm. full speed to help that to be resolved. So I thought that was a kind of a cool thing that we got medical people who this is their life. Man. Mm-hmm. This is their right. Life. And yeah, and the advances that they make are just incredible. You know, it's one of those things where we do, I think, see a higher incidence of diagnoses, but that's because we're catching things so much earlier. And so then they can be treated. And cancers that, you know, five, 10 years ago would have been a death sentence now are not. And so, you know, anybody who, especially for Thanksgiving, when when you're saying your your prayers of what you're thankful for, be thankful for our medical people and for those who are the the people who are studying all of this because the strides that they are making is incredible. Indeed it is. And that goes hand in hand with the other aspects of healing, which, you know, we've learned about this, at least I'll speak for myself. I've learned more about this, how the the integration of the medical and the Mm -hmm. physiological, the psychological, Mm mental health issues, emotional health issues, the changes in relationships are all so very important. I became a little bit more mindful myself about mindfulness, for instance, Mm -hmm. and meditation and prayer. I've always been a believer of those things, but certainly a little more so now and how things even like visualization Mm -hmm. can be a thing. I, I sometimes tell the story about my, when I was, when I was, uh, diagnosed shortly after that, it was right around Christmas. I spent some time with my granddaughters, who were at who were five and uh, two at the time, and I tried to visualize them at ages twenty one and eighteen, mm-hmm. and how you know I wanted to see that, and I wanted right. to use that as a tool. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for the giggles and the laughs of my granddaughters, then helping me to visualize them moving forward. That gives me something something to shoot for. Mm-hmm. So these are some of the things I'm thankful for as well. My granddaughters give me something to shoot for. Right, right. You know, it, it's, and and we are learning that it is so much more that we are having to deal with. You know, one of the things that, that I've been learning a lot about is nutrition and, yes. you know, just what we need to be feeding our body or not feeding our body that will help us and in many ways, it's, you know, it's it's going to be healthy for us no matter what, you know, cutting down on sugar, alcohol, you know, and, and eating more vegetables. And like, that's always a challenge for me. I'm not a vegetable person, <laughs> but it really is things that will benefit all of us. So, you know, when we're making the changes in our diet, make them for your family also. Their cholesterol will thank you. Their blood pressure will thank you. You know, all of those various things. And it is, you know, things that are are really pretty simple to do. Now, of course, I say that as we're having the turkey, the pie. Right. Right. But, you know, the, the thing to remember is it's okay to do that, but do it in moderation and only do it, you know, now and, you know, several weeks when we do it again for Christmas. Sure. 
Hey, my friend, I just wanted to share with you that uh, here on Cancer and Comedy, we have a special gift for you that's going to help you if you're impacted uh, by cancer in your life and you want to do something about it. It's, it's our free course. We call it the HHH or Triple H course, which stands for Healing Through Hope and Humor. It helps you to develop your cancer coping credo a statement that's going to help you get get through that it's a free course just takes you it's a five short sessions it's all audio you can get that free course at cancerandcomedy.com slash free why don't just nutritionally you mentioned that as i was thinking about that just as my we in our in my particular family, we celebrated one of our family Thanksgivings this past weekend, and we got a couple more this upcoming weekend as we as we talk here now and uh, all the feast of of all the Thanksgiving food that we have. But yeah. I had my surgery in uh, April, and I almost immediately over the next eight weeks or so lost about twenty five pounds. And some people thought it was because of the surgery something happened. There really wasn't. It's because I became more mindful that I had to get overall my overall right. health in gear. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I diabetic, I had to get my diabetes more in control, mm-hmm. for instance, and that type of thing. And my general practitioner doctor, when I met with him eight weeks or so after my surgery, was amazed I about, my, about my overall health mm-hmm. being improved. And so I am kind of thankful then that in a very, in a very real way, mm-hmm. the cancer got me off my butt to go do what I had to do, mm-hmm. really need to do for my overall mm-hmm. overall health. Uh, mm-hmm. That that way, right? Let's talk. About, let's. Uh, are you th- how are you thankful for people, the caretakers, the, the people? Are you thankful for? It? Tell me a little bit about people who care for one and give care to people who have cancer. You Tell know, I that. I think that's one of the things that we forget. And we forget to be thankful for them, you know, because in many ways they have it harder than we do because they're watching us suffer. They're watching us go through all of this. And then, of course, they're worried that we're going to leave them. So, you know, we we have to understand that our caregivers need our hugs and our kisses mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that more than ever. And, you know, and even if it's just something little be grateful for them and and thank them for that. You know, that's one of the things that I really do try and do more. And, and you know, like everything, we, we you know, can always do something more. But to tell people thank you, even yeah. if it was just something as simple as, you know, they brought me a straw. You know what? Mm-hmm. It's okay to say thank you. Because, again, we don't know what's going on in their day. And maybe that smile and that thank you is the best thing that's going to happen to them. But, yeah, remember our caregivers and and always, always be thankful for them. They're trying as hard as they can in in a situation where in many cases they're as lost or more lost than we are. Yeah. I think it's so important just to be thankful and grateful and to say it or mm-hmm. to show it in some way or another. I spent some time visiting with a relative who's relegated to a healthcare facility because of some mm-hmm. very serious health matters and an hour or more that I spent with him of several days ago over, over the holidays, some caregivers came in to care for him. And some of them were medically oriented, but other people were in there to serve food mm-hmm. and to clean the room and things like that. And I just paid notice that, that my relative, my uncle treated everybody the same mm-hmm. with a smile and a laugh and mm-hmm. a little dumb joke. I, it comes in our family, I guess, but we, you know, just being kind and being funny, you know, was right. kind of his thing to both 
to people, whatever level of care mm -hmm. they were giving. And mm -hmm. that's, that's an important thing. And, uh, I'm also mindful of this in the sense of my, I have a son who's a hospice worker and he travels to people's homes and mm -hmm. does that. And, uh, the palliative care aspect of this is so important that people are cared for and we need to appreciate those folks who mm -hmm. are caring for people who are doing kind of the gross, the gross work right. that happens when people mm -hmm. are, you know, going through cancer and things, mm -hmm. like, things like that. What else is going on with you? Any else thing to come to mind that, that you're thankful? How about what we do here in this podcast? Oh, is anything, anything about it you find are helpful to or yeah. that we're thankful well? It's, it, you know, we, we all remember when the television program MASH was on. Anyhow, people of our generation do, right? Yes. And and I remember one of the episodes, they said, why are you always laughing? And Hawkeye responded, because if I didn't laugh, I would cry. And and I think that is so important because, you know, there's there's also, you know, chemicals that are released in our body when we laugh. But it's, you know, even if it's a light chuckle, a belly laugh, a smile, you know, sometimes just a smile will help kind of lift us up. You know, that's why we're lifter uppers, right? Right. But it is something that I think is so important. And and it is sometimes kind of dark humor, right? You know, we laugh yeah, about of course. that, you know, people, people are like, really, that's what you're laughing about? But yeah, sure. You know, I I laughed over the fact that, you know, my my bald head and, you know, it, it was, you know, and, and just things like that kind of help us get through it. And we need to have that humor. And if you're dealing with somebody and they kind of have some humor that you're thinking is a little inappropriate, that's all right. Just chuckle and, yeah. and go on. Move on. And that, you know, one of the things I think we, a gift that can come out of having cancer is you, it is a kind of a fearsome and fear inducing thing mm -hmm. if you allow it to be there. And then when you, when you face down your fear with some fun or you mm -hmm. face down your fear by poking fun, it kind of mm -hmm. makes this ugly taboo subject a little bit less intimidating. Mm -hmm. You can deal with it, you know, and it's a little, little bit better. And I like to think we can cope with it mm -hmm. a little bit, a little bit better. And that's a, a good thing. And mm -hmm. I like it. I like right. it. And it releases. Do you think it releases tension, that kind of thing, too? It does. You know, it, it releases tension. It does improve your mood, all of those things. And, and yeah, where you can find humor, find humor. I even named my cancer, you know, because I, partially because it, it gives you something to focus on. But, yeah, you know, I like my, my doctors kept calling these artifacts. You have artifacts. <laughs> and so, of course, my cancer is named Artie. There you go. Artifacts. There you go. Well, you know, one of the things I'm also thankful for, Deb, is we've this is our 20th episode of the podcast, but we've had some great guests on here, haven't we? Yeah. Have we what are the, some things that you've learned or have struck you about some of our guests that we've, that we've had? Yeah, they've all had such wonderful messages and, you know, and, and all very personal messages. And I think that's one of the things that we all need to remember is each time we're dealing with this, it is very individual. And, and so we have to acknowledge that. But, you know, I think they're the ones who told jokes, those were mm -hmm. obviously some of the best ones, but the ones that poked fun at themselves, I mean, those were, were fun too, you know, often dead Fred, you know, yeah. because he would, you know, his heart would stop, he'd go thud and, you know, yeah, really. and he literally yeah. went thud, he'd get concussions. But He was a know, good one, that's yeah, for sure. You know, and, and so, yeah, just all of our guests well, have been wonderful. Well, 
One of the ones I remember was uh, one of our first uh, interviews we did was a fellow named uh, Edward Miskey, mm-hmm. and he would uh, talk about relating cancer to musical theater, kind right. of drama mm-hmm. and the music and that mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And he had some great uh, stories to tell about it. And then, of course, we had Rick Roberts, who is a uh, comedian who mm-hmm. dealt with cancer yeah. on our podcast as well. And He was uh, part of the live that was, stream. Mm-hmm. That's right, which I think is another thing that we can be thankful mm-hmm. for, that right. we've been able to put together a, a live event mm-hmm. that uh, had a live stream that we had here uh, a few weeks ago, and that ended up being a live event. We were able to raise several hundred dollars mm-hmm. for for cancer research Wonderful. through stand up for through stand up for for cancer, and so those are good things too. We want to do practical things mm-hmm. as well, and uh, that's a that's a a good thing, right? Well, what do you do? Some things you're thankful for, and we're looking forward to more good things to come, aren't we? Oh, most definitely. You know, it kind of kind of along one of those lines. I always tell people, you know, as long as I'm not looking up at six feet of dirt, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I want to say just kind of to bring us around, just one of the things I think is most special is is Deb Creer because she makes it gives me a, an uplift in my life. And we love to be lifter upper to people. And you're part of what you do it for, for me. And I know that you do it for our cancer and comedy listeners. And I just want to thank you. Well, and right back at you, you know, this, this has been your brainchild and, and it is just, uh, you know, I am delighted and honored to be very much a part of it because I think what you're doing is absolutely fantastic and very much needed. Well, now it's time for our cancer and comedy segment, Dr. Brad's bad joke of the day. This is a story about appreciating life and being thankful. After weeks of rain, a small town was flooded, and all the residents had to be evacuated from their homes. When the rescue boat came to the last house on one particular block, the rescue workers found a man standing waist-deep in water in his front uh, hallway. Come on, the water's rising in the boat, the rescuers shouted to him. But the man, who was uh, deeply religious, shouted back, No, no, I have faith in God! God will save me. Within a few hours, the floodwaters rose even higher and chased the man to the second floor of his house. Luckily, though, another rescue boat came by. Mister, you can't stay here. The water's still rising. Get in the boat, the rescuers shouted to him. The man replied, no way. I have faith in God and God will save me. The floodwaters continued to rise, and soon the man had to retreat to the highest point on the roof of the house. But fortunately, a rescue helicopter came by and dropped a ladder down to the man. And the pilot shouted to him through the, the, through the megaphone, Mister, please, the water is rising. Grab the ladder. Let's get out of here. This may be your last chance. The man was steadfastly refused, though, and he shouted up at the pilot of the helicopter, No, no, no! I have faith in God, and God will save me. But as the floodwaters rose above the roof of the house, the man was swept away and was drowned. When he arrived at the pearly gates, the man demanded an audience with God Almighty. God, he said, I was absolutely certain that you would save me, and yet you let me die. Why? Why did you abandon me? And God replied, what do you mean? 
I sent two boats and a helicopter for you. Lifters, let's now turn to Dr. Brad's Faith It or Break It segment. In our Faith It or Break It segment, we're talking about thankfulness. As we record this, it's a few days before the Thanksgiving holiday in the United States where people gather to have a, a big meal and to be together with a family and friends and to celebrate things they're thankful and grateful for. And that's a good thing. It's such a good thing to show and express love and gratitude and do it verbally and expressively. There's a story in the Bible where Jesus did something good for a group of people. There was these... Ten fellows who were impacted by a terrible disease. Ten, it was a disease called leprosy. And in our concept here, in our framework, what we talk here about in the Cancer Comedy Podcast, cancer is a terrible disease. And many times when people say they have cancer, other people kind of treat us a little bit differently. Many people don't, but some people do kind of don't know how to handle it, don't know what to say about it. In this case, these people impacted by this disease, leprosy, were often ostracized by other people. And in one of the cases, one of the people who was impacted by disease was also a guy called a a Samaritan, which meant he was from a foreign country. And a lot of the folks there, the, the Jewish folks that Jesus was with, didn't care for them. But Jesus healed all 10 of them. And he said, go and show yourself to the priest and to those who are in charge. And they began to walk away. But only one person turned around and went back to Jesus and said, and prostrated himself before Jesus, which meant he fell on his face and humbled himself before, uh, before Jesus. And he thanked him. And it, he was a Samaritan, which means that a lot, a lot of other people really hated him just because his uh, race and background was different than the others. And Jesus made a comment, didn't I heal 10 of you? And only one come back to say thanks. And he uh, talked a little bit about how important it was for this man, the Samaritan man, to come and say thank you. And he said, "Uh, your faith has made you well. So important that Jesus paid notice to the one who said thanks but he healed all of them as well. In our life, lots of good things happen to us. Many of us are incredibly blessed. In my case, as a cancer survivor, I was blessed to have great medical care and other things in my life, great support from family and insurance, all the other things that go with it that made uh, the uh, impact of my cancer mitigated by those circumstances. Not everybody has that. Not everybody has good insurance or good medical care. There's people impacted around the world by all kinds of bad stuff. Yet everybody deserves something good. And everybody deserves to have some good things in their life and to be thankful for them. And my sharing with you here today is when something good happens to you, express gratitude. Don't take it for granted. Be grateful kind of like the Samaritan was with Jesus. Remember, uh, several years ago, I was with a mission group that went to the Central American country of El Salvador to help build a home for some incredibly poor people. And this shack was falling apart on the side of a mountain and had been impacted by mudslides. It was terrible. Young couple lived there with their uh, young couple, early 20s, with about their four-year-old daughter. 
And uh, it was our job of our team to help rebuild their home. And we built a small one-room home for them over the course of several days. And the couple was incredibly grateful and thankful. And they pitched in best they could to help with repairs and the painting and things like that that our team of 15 or 20 or so people was doing to basically rebuild their home. And it was a beautiful time, a great, great experience to do something good for someone else. But one of the most impactful things for me is when the four-year-old little girl, with nothing to give, really, she couldn't swing a hammer or do a paintbrush or anything like that. But she came up to me uh, one time when we take a break, and this little girl, about four years old, uh, gave me a big hug, just out of nowhere. And that meant the world to me. Uh, that melted my heart, and I knew what our team was doing there was a good thing. However, we, and which that hug that she gave me, more than paid for the experience of what it was. My encouragement to you this Thanksgiving and this holiday season is to don't take anything for granted, but to share gratefulness for even the simplest things in life and give something. It may be a smile, it may be a hug, it may be a Facebook post, it may be a card or a letter, a phone call, but give something to someone to say, I'm grateful for you. You've impacted my life. I want to share this with you. That's our Faith It or Break It segment. And I, for one, am extremely grateful and thankful for you, our cancer and comedy lifter-uppers. In many of our cancer and comedy podcast episodes, this is the time when we would often have our listener Lifter Upper segments where we acknowledge and celebrate our listeners who come to us and share their stories of healing and hope and humor. And we want to invite you to do just that. You can always go to cancerandcomedy.com slash voice message and leave us your message. But in this day, I just want to say a word of thankfulness to a couple of groups of people. One of them is my wife and my adult children and my grandchildren for being supportive of me through the process of cancer that I've had in the last year or so and helping me to see a brighter side, to see a good side and to be supportive and lifting me up, particularly when I needed it. And I want to say a special word of thankfulness and gratitude to our listeners who shared with me their stories. Some of you have shared your stories with me personally at live events we've had and through other means that we've uh, had here at the Cancer Comedy Podcast. And I know many of you are listening and are intrigued by this whole thought about uh, understanding that you can turn the grim of cancer into the grin of a celebrating life. So I just want to say a great big word of thankfulness and gratitude to you, our cancer and comedy listener, and we hope that we have been able to be helpful to you in some way or another. In that uh, spirit of gratitude and thankfulness, I just want to remind you that I have a free gift for you, a free gift for you that I just think can be helpful to you. And that is our HHH free course and the HHH stands for Healing with Hope and Humor. This is about 15 minutes a day for five days, 15 minutes of audio, which will help you to create your uh, cancer coping credo, which is a statement of a belief that can help you to get through uh, your cancer-impacted life with hope and humor and to have some tools to work with. And I just want to give it to you. You can go to cancerandcomedy.com slash 
free. And that's our gift to you to today. We love you and we care for you. We want to hear from you as we continue to serve you here on the Cancer and Comedy Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller and Deb Creer. Well, Lifter Uppers, it's time to wind down this very special episode of the Cancer and Comedy Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Did you know that we like to call folks like you who follow cancer and comedy lifter uppers or lifters for short, because cancer and comedy is all about telling uplifting stories of people like you who are kicking cancer's butt through healing with hope and humor. You can join those of us who are turning the grim into grins by telling us your uplifting story at cancerandcomedy.com slash voice message. You can also keep up with everything Cancer and Comedy through our Cancer and Comedy Chronicles newsletter. You can sign up at newsletter.cancerandcomedy.com. Well, that's it for now. Please join us next time on Cancer and Comedy. And if you like what you hear, please pass this podcast on to someone in your life who needs to turn their grim into a grin. For Dr. Brad Miller, I'm Deb Creer reminding you that a cheerful heart is good medicine. Hey. Thanks for joining us on the Cancer and Comedy Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Make sure you visit our website, cancerandcomedy.com, where you can follow the show and get our newsletter. Like what you hear? Then tell a friend about Cancer and Comedy, the show that lifts your spirits with hope and humor that heals. Until next time, keep turning the grim into a grin.